Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the debut episode of Catfish Corner for the 2018-19 National Predator season. I'm Joe Rexrow, sports columnist at the Tennessean, here with our new Predators beat writer, Paul Skirbina. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about you, Paul, so be ready. We're going to introduce Paul to the, to the listeners. I'm not that exciting, but go ahead. All right, yeah, well, let's, well, first of all, tell me how you came to be here in Nashville. Well, I come from Chicago, so please don't hold that against me. I uh, covered the Blackhawks for the Chicago Tribune for a few for the last four years, off and on, and uh, got a phone call in March, and here I am. So you so you've covered Blackhawks, but you've covered a lot of other stuff at the Tribune too. I did. I uh, there wasn't. I could the list is shorter of what I didn't cover there, but I did cover baseball, Sox, Cubs, Notre Dame football, Northwestern basketball, the Bulls. The only thing I didn't cover was the Bears. Interesting. So why why did you get into journalism? We're going to get into some some deeply personal stuff here. Why why are you a sports writer, Paul? The old story of high school, I thought I was going to be a major league pitcher and uh my English teacher told me I might want to choose a different career path and so that's what I did and did it through college like every other journalist does, you know, spending 18 hours a day in the office and writing stories that nobody read and uh you know, so then I kind of fell in love with the it beats working for a living. I, let's just put it that way. I, I'm with you. And I'll, similar story for me. I was around ninth grade. I was like, yeah, I might not be a pro quarterback. It was, you started to, and also I can't do math at all. So you kind of, you kind of confines your choices a little bit. What has it been like moving to Nashville? I know you, I mean, you still have family. Your family is back th- there in the Indiana and Chicago area. You're down here figuring things out. What's that, what's it been like so far, the transition? A lot of driving, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, uh, forgetting people's names and uh, trying to remember who's who. But I, lo- I love Nashville. Uh, being away from my family, you know, stinks uh, a lot. But, you know, it'll give me a chance to kind of dive in here before they move down here and, you know, kind of get to lay of the land first before they make the trip down. And you jumped in early. You did a, you did a really nice Corey Davis piece, Titans piece for us. And, of course, you knew Corey going back to the high school days, so you had some contacts there. You jumped on a Titans story. Now you've been been around the team the predators um you know we're still waiting i mean I, I look i'll be honest with you paul like you know when we get to the spring and it's hockey time for playoffs and the nfl's doing all this crap i couldn't care less about the nfl stuff and when the football season starting up in september man i cannot i can't tune my brain to hockey but i know some people do and of course you you're, you're the beat guy you've got to be tuned to hockey so tell me your early impressions of what you're seeing out there as you're seeing these guys skate, skate on a daily basis? Well, first of all, I've, I've been kind of watching this team from afar, covering the Hawks, you know, for the last four years. It's been kind of interesting to see the evolution. It's been, it's been very similar 
uh, to what the Hawks did, you know, before they started winning all the time. You know, there, there's a long-term commitment. What, what strikes me, uh, honestly, in covering games down here in the past is the atmosphere here is is not what I expected, and in a good way. You know, I think it's a great experience at Bridgestone uh, for the fans. Maybe not so much for us, but we won't complain about our jobs. You know, I think th- this team is built to last, which is hard to do in the NHL. You know, they've, they've got some really young guys. They just signed Ryan Ellis to a deal that I'll be very old when it expires. You know, they've, they've got Forsberg. They, you know, they, they, they've got a lot. Subban, I mean, it, there's a lot of superstars on this team. There's a lot of uh, – there's no reason to believe that they won't contend for the Stanley Cup or at least be Stanley Cup contenders for the next three, four years at least. The, the question is going to be developing talent while they're successful. I think that's the problem, fight, fighting salary cap issues which has happened in the past to a lot of successful teams it's hard to sustain success in the nhl now it's not the way the league's built but this team certainly is is built for the near future in the next two three four years and so that's exciting i've always had a uh, my, my mantra as a beat writer has always been to cover either a really good team or a really bad team i don't <laughs> i don't want to cover mediocre teams so i think this is going to be a really good team and i think that, you know the, the the guys so far have been great. You know, I've been kind of going around introducing myself and trying to get to know know people and and know the players. But to me, it's always about the players. You know, with the Corey Davis thing, I knew I knew Corey from from when he you know from his high school days. But I'm a big relationship builder. I like to to tell. Uh, I, don't, I don't love to write about sports so much as writing about the people who play them. So, you know, that's a lot of what you can expect out of, out of me. I mean, I'll do the day to day stuff too. But I'm in there trying to just find things out. You know, that might be of interest. I was looked at it as. Is I, as I look at myself as a reader. What do I like to read? And that's what I try to. That's how my style of trying to what I try to write. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Blackhawks because I did want to ask you about well a little bit about comparing the organizations, but also were you as stunned? I mean, like in in retrospect, you look back it's like yeah, well they were getting older and they had all the, they had to lose this guy and this guy and they had a couple bad deals of course, but I was still stunned. I mean, and two years ago I I thought that was going to be quick work made of the Predators by the Blackhawks. Instead, it's a sweep the other way on the way to the Cup Final. What, what was your reaction to what you saw in that series? I mean, I was surprised at the result. Not that the Predators won, but that it was a sweep and they were so dominant. But also just go, it's to the point that the NHL, again, is, you know, it's hard to build for long-term success. One little thing goes wrong and the whole thing comes unraveled. And so, you know, watching the Hawks, I mean, I think from 2009 to, to 15 or 16, you thought, man, this team can't lose. I mean, you know, and then they lost and all of a sudden it started just getting worse and worse and worse. I think last year losing Corey Cro- I mean, last year was their worst season in 10 years. Losing one guy really impacted that a lot. And, and that one guy happened to be their goalie. But um, and that's kind of a question, you know, coming into this year, Peck is a year older, coming off to being in the top goaltender in the league last year. Um, and I've talked to him about a little bit about that, and I'm, I'll be working on something on him and, and you say. But, um, you know, it'll be, that'll be an interesting thing to watch. But really, from a standpoint of, you know, the being surprised, I mean, if you look at the NHL, at the time it was surprising. In retrospect, really, probably not. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm really looking forward to your piece on Pekka and UC, which is, you know, Probably in most rooms, the goalies are like, "Yeah, we're good friends. We're we're pals. You know, we we root for each other." But like, this is seriously like Batman and Robin, or like, uh, or like, yeah, it's like he's like his ward. It's like, like father, like his ward, right? It's like a father son thing. It's like a, this grooming relationship that that really, you know, they want to see both both guys want to see the other succeed. You know, you uh, say live with Pekka during the you know preseason, and he really looks up to him a lot. And so, you know, that that's the kind of stuff I, I like to dig into that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think you know that this year will on, on the ice. There's no reason to believe that that 
you know, I know what happened last year with Winnipeg in seven games, second round, the way the NHL playoffs are set up, that's going to happen. But um, I did want to bring up something from my Tribune days with, about Joe Rexrow, though, that I thought was very interesting. My boss uh, at the time, there was a little bit of a, a fun on, on, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. That, uh, and I warned, my, I warned my boss. I said, you don't know this guy. I know this guy. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be messing with him. But, uh, uh, no, that was a lot of fun. I, I was laughing from, from the sideline watching that one, knowing both parties. But uh, Well, the funny thing about that is, so, yeah, like there was sort of like ripping on Nashville, and then I sort of did a response. But I already had planned my like basically column, basically ripping my buddies and also some family in the Chicago area who became huge Blackhawk fans in like 2010 after a decade of having no idea there was a hockey team in town. But so then it it almost looked like I was like, you know, doubling down on like the feud. But yeah, that was uh, that was fun. It's always fun in the playoffs. You get a little, you know, city to city thing going, you know. Absolutely. It it should be fun. And, And you mentioned. You know the 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 downtime. When I was growing up, I mean, I grew up with with Roenick and Belfort and those guys, and they were pretty good. But then there was a long period of time where where uh, well, ownership was terrible. It, it was terrible, and and the AHL team in in, in town was bigger than than, than the Blackhawks were. So you know, the wolves, the wolves, the wolves, man. yeah, the wolves, man. Uh, but but here it's it's really uh, impressed me to see how big the Predators really are. Just walking around downtown, going around the arena, uh, going to practices. You know, it's, it's seeing the the different you know people wearing predator stuff or have it on their car whatever that's fun for me to see i mean you always want to be a you always want to be part of something that people care about right so um you know i i I certainly want to help bring stories to those people who care um even people who don't care about hockey that's that's another thing you know with the the Corey davis story is kind of an example of that of you don't have to care about football to think that that story might be interesting um you know so that's uh, again my uh my goal is always to to kind of find those stories and, and uh, um, you know, share them with people who care. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I've, you know, I've been here two and a half years. So, I, I mean, my first day on the job actually was game six, first round against, uh, my gosh. I'm, uh, yeah, it was the Ducks. Yeah, that's right. They played the Ducks, then they, then they lost in seven to the Sharks. But it was game six at home. So first day, like, doing the HR stuff, you know, filling out my <laughs> – and hey, you want to write a column off the game? Like, yeah, sure. Now, I mean, I'd been watching them in kind of in preparation. But still, I mean, I could not believe – I know it was the playoffs, but but the arena, you know, and just the whole thing was like wow, eye opening. And uh, you don't think ho- you don't think when you think Nashville, you don't think hockey if you're not from here or you haven't been here. Uh, I think, and I think the Cup final run changed that some because they were put on display. But yeah, and and you know, the youth hockey around here they need more ice, you know. But and they've done a really good job of of the grassroots efforts to try to get it going. I mean, you think about what was it? A decade ago or whatever you know right in that range that they almost lost the team so but like you said they're they're set up right now i think the whole thing is is goaltender though like for this year that's my question i mean it's it's amazing that we would talk about a guy's status after he just won the vezina but a lot of goaltenders around this age they, there are there are cliffs that people fall off so and the game's not getting any slower and, and right. he's not getting any younger and, and and i've had discussions with him about that and he knows that and he, you know He's trying to prepare as best he can, but sometimes your body doesn't always agree with your mind, and, and um, you know. But that's not to say he won't have another great season. That's just if, if you. This team is has so few flaws that when somebody asks me that question, that's the first thing I think of, which is great news for a team that you know is going into the season as, as a you know a favorite, one of the favorites to, to win the cup. I mean, if that's the only question you have, and and it can be a big question, but if that's all you really have, I mean, I think you're in for a pretty good season. 
Well, I have one other question, and, and, and we'll end it with this, because I still think that this team – well, first of all, the second line for this team in the playoffs last year was a, was a big problem after it was a revelation – in the in the regular season, you know, when they, when they got Kyle Turris, that second line really drove things well. It really fell flat in the playoffs. I still think they need another for well, they need Turris to respond, but but they need another forward to emerge. And of course, the the name that and you just wrote about him, Ali Tolvanen. Ideally, I think he's a guy they definitely think is a top six forward at some point. But the yeah. question is, is he this year? From what you've seen. Any any inkling on that? Any feel on that right now? For my limited, very limited exposure to him, and, I, and I'll ask you this. I'd like to say this too. Just be patient with me. You know, uh, I'm going to try. No, I want to know right now what his stats will be. I'm going to tell exactly. you. I, I, my impression is I don't think he's ready yet. Uh, he's 19 years old. Very few 19 year olds are ready. He's got a lot of hype attached to him. More hype than I think. I mean, I know he fell to the Predators. And, and they got him unexpectedly. I, I don't know that the hype attached to a 30th pick, you know, that he's getting is, is fair. Well, but the KHL performance. But, but yeah, but, I hear but, I hear you. You're, but, that's but a I good think, point. I think, though, that, you know, he they can afford to bring him along slowly if they so choose. Now, he could come in and light it up on, light it on, light him on fire, but, the, you know, the game will catch up with him even if he gets a little bit ahead of it. So I think it could be if he does make the team – you know, I understand if he doesn't make the team, he, he could go back to the KHL, which I don't think would make a lot of sense because of the rink sizes and adjustments and all that. But that aside, if he makes the team, I think they could afford to have him around, see what he can do, give him a few months, let him learn, let him absorb, and, and it, it won't hurt them. He can, In my opinion, he can only help them. So if he's better than expected or, or as good as advertised, he can only help them. If he doesn't perform, I don't know how badly it's going to hurt him, but he's not going to save the season. There you go. All right. Well, there's our first Catfish Corner. Paul, great talking to you. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will be back soon with another one. When you come to Colorado, the only word you can think of is... Wow! Like when you soak in a winter hot spring. Wow! Or when you're snowmobiling down that perfect trail and a moose steps out. Whoa! Colorado. Snow's perfect... Wow! ...state.